Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you this evening. LSU spring practice update. What do we know? What do we learn? What notes are we going to give you today? Because I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Actually, let's make it a whole 19 for Mike Jones. Because we got a lot we got to talk about today. LSU spring practice yesterday. Some key takeaways that I have and that I took away. We'll touch on that. Yes, everybody wants to talk about uh, Miles Brennan and the big pass. Uh, one pass is not going to dictate the season. We need to pump the brakes. We'll talk about that as well uh, on everything. Uh, uh, one pass and a play action when you're scrambling out right and the defensive linemen don't come in to sack you, uh, I'm going to relax on that one. I think Jane Daniels was was average yesterday. I thought Miles Brennan did look pretty good. Uh, 
holistically speaking. Got a lot we got to work on. We're going to hear from Brian Kelly today. So in the show today, I will give you some key pieces of what I think Brian Kelly was telling you that you need to listen to. So we will hear from Brian Kelly here today in the AYS Sunday edition. Sunday edition. The, the, the church service has arrived, so they tell me. The AYS church service has arrived. So, um, got a lot of takeaways about yesterday from practice. Jacoby and Guillory is an issue. And I, when I mean issue, he's a problem for people. Uh, and So, we'll get into some of those tidbits. Carter, the power, Bryant. Maybe he doesn't like me saying his full biblical name. Uh, Carter, the power joins us in about 25 minutes. Talk to him about some things that he saw at practice and what he expects uh, this spring and coming up to the fall. So my good, my very good buddy, Carter the Power, joins us in 25 minutes. Uh, Rafino's rants. Jay Johnson's got to make a move. Um, I, I, either one or two ways. We'll leave it there. I also will rant on the absolute nonsense and BS and stupidity some media members are pushing because of their narrative and their prerogative and what they're doing. Hayden Travinsky did not lose LSU to series against Auburn. How, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to go in on him anymore. I'm past that. We're growing too much. We're too big at this point. Hayden Travinsky did not lose the series for LSU against Auburn. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He had a pass ball. He's hitting over 560 in the SEC, my guy. He has more hits in the Auburn series, one less hit, excuse me, than when Alex Malazzo had a season ago. Hush. Oh, by the way, has more hits in the Auburn series than Malazzo did the entire year so far as a starter. Stop. Stop. Go in on Jordan Thompson, Kay Doty, Trey Morgan Friday night. I don't care who you go in on. Hayden Travinsky did not lose you the, the series or the ball game Friday night. It is the most stupid argument of all time. That will be the Rafino's rants. I'm tired of sing if singular or, or making a singular statement about one human being that did not lose you a series. I'm sorry you got cut from your peewee baseball team, my guy, but he did not lose you the series. Grow up, Peter Pan. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about that as well. Um, March Madness finale is Coach K's tenure has come to a close. As much as I'm not a huge fan of Coach K and all the winning that he does, <laughs> uh, I do respect uh, I do respect him. I do respect everything that Coach K has accomplished um, and what he's done. So, either way, either way, we already got somebody mad in here. Gary Donovan's already hit the angry face on Facebook. Uh-oh, what did I do? What did I do? So, yeah. It's going to get biblical up in here today. I, I, I'm sick of it. Let's get to a couple comments. Zach is Zach, our producer, is not here with us today. So um we're, we're on our own. Jack Davis says on Facebook, how many hitless games did Malazzo have that cost LSU games? I agree. Bear Granger says, Y'all know LSU sports media. People will talk anything good about Miles no matter what happens. That's also true. Uh Stephen Blanchard says, I don't know how long the pass was. Just knew Blake would like the comment. Uh I don't guys. For the life, love of Christ, for the love on, on this great Sunday of the our Lord Jesus Christ, if Miles Brennan goes out there and throws 35, 40 touchdowns next season, I'm going to be jumping for joy. Just because I don't tell you what you don't want to, what you want to hear, doesn't mean I don't think Miles Brennan doesn't have the tools. Ne have never said that. Told you last year. Um, Max Johnson won the job. Ed Orgeron confirmed it, and you still got on my ass. Then you took my comments, you ran them over the 247 message boards, and then they confirmed it. So I, I don't know what to tell you. He had a good day yesterday. Good for him. Let's keep going. Let's keep building. We'll hear on Brian Kelly and what he thinks about, about that today. Yes, I am on one. Yes, I am on one. So, anyway... 
Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, my son Ben needs a shampoo sponsor. Yeah, we did some yard work. We did some yard work today. Um, shout out to my good my my main man Ben uh, Ben Rafino. Um, we have a lot of sticks that ha- uh, that have accumulated since Hurricane Ida around the Rafino property, and we I was burning them. I was burning them things, dog, biblical style. And um, he was helping me one stick at a time. I, I mean, we were running a training camp out there. I was telling him, you know, shuffle your feet, shuffle your feet. We're doing burpees, dog. We got to get him ready. Got to get him ready. Uh, Nookie says, I heard Chavinsky lost to Duke. <laughs> oh, God. So great. So great. Uh, Craig Shelley says, hashtag ask Blake, did Ben watch that majestic flow after yard work? Yeah, me and my wife, Megan, keep talking about um, – getting him a, a, a haircut, but it just it's just not happening. Craig says, ah, ha, ha, we are alive. That we are. That we are. Uh, I, you know, I got to tell you guys this. It's me and my wife, Megan's um, anniversary, wedding anniversary this Tuesday. Or actually, it's Wednesday, but we're, we're celebrating it on Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, I'll be out on Tuesday. Uh, Cam says on YouTube, Blake, did you see Stone Cold wrestle at WrestleMania last night? Had a dan- – had a – had – a damn good match for the uh, for his first in 19 years. Uh, I did not watch WrestleMania. Um, I did not watch WrestleMania. Um, however, um, I will like I would like to be known as the People's LSU Insider from now on. I am self proclaiming myself as the People's Champ, the People's Insider. So I will I will not be uh, can I will not answer to anything else. Uh, Jason Brumfield, <laughs> I can't even keep, keep a straight face. Uh, Jason Brumfield says, facts don't care about your feelings. Rafino's rants, 1222, uh, hashtag preach preacher. You're right. You're right. Uh, Anthony says, happy early anniversary. So does Ryan. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing and then we'll get started. Tell you everything that you need to know about LSU football spring practice yesterday give you some tidbits then we'll talk some lsu baseball at the end carter the power bryant joining us in about 13 minutes or 15 minutes 17 minutes whatever it is for now uh looking forward to uh to having carter all right everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share share to some facebook groups there's a lot of you on facebook right now currently share to some facebook groups it guys it, it literally takes two buttons Share to your own uh, social media profiles. Can you do that for a player? Because here's why you need to do it for a player. Uh, we're doing a $500 giveaway. If you like our Facebook page, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you give us a review on Apple Podcasts. So you have to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to leave a review. So... If you do those three things, we're giving $500 away. So you need to share it because we're more prone to pick someone if you share our social media pages more. So how do I want to say this? If you start sharing and getting everybody you know to like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and all this kind of stuff, your chances of winning goes through the roof. $500. That is like a small, that's like a third of a Texas A&M NIL. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, Court sends us $499 via Super Chat. She says, in support of the LSU Insider. I like it. And this old vet sends us $25 via Super Chat. Says, contribution to an anniversary dinner. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Jason says 500 smackaroos. It's a lot of money, bro. What? It's a lot of money. Claude says, what's the name on your Apple podcast? It's called Are You Serious Sports? That's the name of our show. Are You Serious Sports? Rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. Done better than our good friends over at GM Barnum and Sons. BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. 
RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds, info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit, just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> Choke myself on that one. Choke myself on that one. Mega pause. Mega pause. Uh, Brian on Facebook says, hit me with that spring practice scoop. Like, all right, so let's get into it. Um, Let me tell you some things and some big things that I took away from yesterday. Um, I know that we all knew that Brian Kelly was going to be hands-on with the quarterbacks. I, do, I did not expect expect him to be as hands-on as he was. Um, every drill he's with him. Every single drill, Brian Kelly is with the quarterbacks. So what does that tell me? Now, it tells me a, a few things. Number one is Brian Kelly's letting his coaches coach at other positions. Now, maybe you would say Joe Sloan, but if Brian Kelly wants us to be hands-on with the quarterback, I'm okay with it. Completely fine with it. We've seen other coaches, whether it be in the NFL or whether it be in college, be hands-on with their quarterback and have a lot of success. We've seen Dabo do it. We've seen Sean McVay do it. I mean, we've seen John Gruden do it. We've seen a lot of really good coaches that are really going to be there with the quarterback 24-7 and have a lot of success. Sean Payton and Drew Brees, we all know, we all remember, Super Bowl champs, that's the one that probably comes to our mind the most, right? Like, that is the one that comes to our mind the most. So I'm okay with Brian Kelly being very hands-on. It also tells me that he has a lot of faith in his staff, and he's not going to micromanage. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Where Ed Orgeron says he wasn't micromanaging, he was micromanaging. So he was very over the top with it. Now, in team drills, Brian Kelly will tell you what he wants and what he expects. He's going to keep players and coaches accountable. Good for him. Good for him. So every single drill, you know, I, I remember Jane Daniels um, was throwing in a little bucket, um, doing a little, you know, like a little fade route in the back of the end zone. Um, Jane was hitting hitting a lot of the, the targets. So was, you know, Miles struggled there at the beginning, came on late. Hey, Miles put was putting them there too, man. I mean, he was putting them right on there. I think it was, you know, it was good to, to, to help and teach Miles to put some touch on his throws. Um, but I got to say this. I, I, I still continue to think Walker and believe, fully believe Walker Howard's the best quarterback in that room. Without a shadow of a doubt. I think Walker Howard's the most physically gifted human being in that room. It's not a shot at the other quarterbacks. It's not a shot at anybody in that room. But with all intents and purposes, Walker Howard's the best quarterback in that room. Talented, got the physical strength, uh, can run, can move, has the arm, has the accuracy. You know, he was hitting passes on a dime in those individual drills. I like what Brian Kelly's doing. If he wants to uh, uh, teach his quarterbacks, perfect, and, and help, 
that's fine because I don't think Brian Kelly has ever had as much talent in a quarterback room as he what he has in right now with Miles, Jaden, Garrett, and um, Walker. I, I I think the the second biggest thing for me is this. Um, and look, the game is one in the trenches, and we all know that. Everybody do us a favor, hit the like and share. The game is one in the trenches. Uh, Jacoby and Giller continues to have big days, stacking big days on top of one another. Um, either, either Jacoby and Guillory is a physical beast and the likes of Tyler Shelvin with a probably a better gas tank. Um, Jacoby and Guillory has shown that he's going to be a problem. Individual drills, one-on-one drills, zone blocking drills. They can't stop him right now. Pop in the film of whoever you want to, whoever your service, whoever you like, whoever you think is the best at covering LSU. I'm sure that they have some film on it. Go watch Jacoby and Guillory be a freak. That to me so far from yesterday was the biggest surprise. Now we're going to hear from Brian Kelly in a minute because I'm going to say all this, but I want to emphasize this. This week is when LSU is going to really start putting the ones and the twos and really start letting them work and where we can find some separation. Brian Kelly said so himself. So I'm not going to take so much from a practice. I'm surely not going to take, oh, Miles Brennan on the 65-yard touchdown pass. Guys, come on. Come on now. Come Stop. Stop. Tell me that you have not been around college practices, long college football practices, without telling me. Stop. Still, It's still a good play. But let's get real for a minute. Oh, Blake, here goes Blake. Guys, if you hit a home run in batting practice, it, if you hit a ball 500 feet in batting practice, doesn't always translate to the game. He needs to put multiple days together. Think Miles, I think Miles can do it. So can Jaden. So can Nussmeyer. So can Walker. Stop. But I like what, Jacob, what I'm seeing from Jacoby and Guillory. I got some news here. Hold on. Shout out Cardell Thomas. Shout out Cardell Thomas. Good googly moogly. Hey, man. All right, now. Uh, I, I, I thought on the offensive line yesterday and the one-on-one battles with the defensive line, we saw Miles Frazier go, go up against B.J. Ojolari. Okay. I thought Miles Fraser was going to play right tackle, Blake. If he's playing right tackle, then why is he all taking all left tackle reps in individual drills? I don't care what the media is seeing right now. Uh, I thought Miles Frazier looked good against B.J. Ojolari. I thought that they battled pretty good. Yesterday, though, however, shout out to Cardell Thomas. Um... Cardell doing a lot of good things, getting to the second level, uh, getting to the linebackers, doing some really good things in zone blocking schemes. Um, looks a little bit more trimmed than maybe he does in the past, um, but definitely looks a little bit more explosive. Shout out to Cardell Thomas. Multiple plays in the running game where he was able to explode. Now, Jacoby and Guillory was not one of those guys he was able to get something on, but when Mason Smith and Jaqueline Roy were in there, Shout out to Cardell Thomas. He looked good, man. Giving him put putting Cardell Thomas at left and right guard. I thought he looked good getting to the second level. Looked a lot more explosive. Um, if you continue to have Cardell progress the way that he is progressing with that, I think that he can be a starter. You're not going to out physical Cardell at times. He's got to get better with his feet. Like what I saw him from the running game. Speaking on the offensive line. I really like Xavier Hill from yesterday. I thought Xavier Hill had the best. The If there's one person that I was not expecting to have a day, 
I'm not saying that Xavier Hill would be that guy. I would say he wouldn't be far from it. I just wasn't expecting him to be running with the first team. I wasn't expecting him to be at little at the left guard position. Started, did well. Um, where I am very concerned is the left tackle and the center. I'm extremely concerned with Charles Turner at center. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I really don't know. I play that. I play that position a lot in my life. Uh, I don't know if it's a physicality thing with him between him and Jacobian. I don't know what it is. Um, but Garrett Devlinger couldn't can't get back fast enough. Shout out Fitzgerald West who had a good day. Um, we did see some Will Campbell footage going against Quincy Wiggins. Can we stop with the Quincy Wiggins? Is it you know? Can we stop with the Quincy Wiggins as a first round pick right now? You know, I've heard I've heard multiple media members, fans, et cetera, saying Quincy Wiggins is he is a right now projected a number one overall pick. Can we stop? Stop. Will Campbell. Um, <laughs> Will Campbell showed his showed his ass yesterday, literally and figuratively. Um, was surprised by um, but but look. Quincy's going to get in lock. He's going to get in the weight room. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get faster. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm not worried about the first spring of Quincy Wiggins' reign here at LSU. But don't underestimate Will Campbell. Um, we talked about Miles Frazier and BJ Ojolari, Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks. Um, intercepting machines, man. Intercepting machines. Uh, I So let me say this. To everyone that's talking about a 65-yard pass in the end zone for a touchdown to Dre Jenkins, um, what about the multiple interceptions thrown yesterday? Uh-huh. So I guess Greg Brooks picking the ball off, looking like he's a, you know, a, a, I'm not going to say the great value version of Tyra Matthew, but it seems like every time we're out there, he's coming up with the ball in his hands. No pause. So when we progress through this and you go out to practice and one defensive guy has the ball in his hands all the damn time, what do you expect? Jay Ward was back yesterday starting. So I don't know what you want to make of it, okay? But what I make of it is this. Um, In the in – the, entryway in the middle in the slot I think LSU's fine I have confirmed multiple times and have talked to people on staff LSU wants another boundary corner they have to get another boundary corner uh, 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 Jared Bernard Converse is a little nicked up and a little banged up you do not need you do not need him really here this spring let him get the mental reps in my opinion and he'll be fine so um, let's do this very quickly. Um, uh, let's do this. I'm go- I wanted to play some stuff from Brian Kelly really quickly, but then I wanted to- I-, I will answer some of these questions. Chance Babin says, how did Langston and Savion Jones look? I thought Savion Jones looked fine. I think Bryce Langston needs to get with it. I think Bryce Langston needs to get- phys- physically Bryce Langston got pushed around a little bit. So, um, there's that. There's that. Power Hour LSU. Carter the Power Bryant will be joining. Ah, I keep saying his last name. Mm. Sorry, Carter. But he's joining us. He'll be joining us in two minutes. Let me let's do this very quickly. I want to play these two clips um, of Brian Kelly before we get uh, uh, Carter in here. I could talk about all of this, right? But I think what Brian Kelly's about to tell you is, look, man, I, I do really don't care. We got to get more prepared. What Brian Kelly's about to tell you is it doesn't matter what I'm talking about, what anybody's really talking about, we're not ready to play. Bottom line, LSU's not ready to go. LSU's not ready for Florida State. Here's Brian Kelly in his post-game press conference. Yeah, post-game. His post-practice post uh, 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 press conference. Yesterday, couldn't we couldn't change the way we looked at the last few periods? It was just a practice 
um, during those last three, four periods. It wasn't a competitive, spirited scrimmage. And, and that's a process for our guys. So the long and short of it is I'm so excited because I'm teaching our guys how to prepare. And I, I really can't worry much about, you know, who's the number one corner, who's the second quarterback, who's the number two left tackle, because all the work here is in our preparation and how we're practicing and preparing the right way. So when we get into the season, um, I'll know that if we're preparing the right way, all that other stuff will take care of itself. So that's Brian Kelly talking about um, basically what he's saying there is, guys, we're not ready. And I think that they're not prepared to go out and be a championship contender. I love Brian Kelly talking about that. I absolutely love it. Now, one thing that I think that is the biggest thing in this preparation is communication, especially defensively, especially offensively. Mike Denbrock yesterday got all over the offensive line's ass for not communicating. Thank you. Thank you. Communicate. <laughs> that has been missing from LSU's offensive line room. Communicating defensively. You want to know why a lot of your defense and why LSU's defense was really bad too for the last two seasons before LSU changed up some scheme against Alabama and Damone Clark started barking things out? It's because of the lack of communication. Now, our good buddy Mike Jones, and then we're going to follow this up and get to Carter Bryant. But the last bit, of um, Brian Kelly that we'll play today is about our good friend, someone that joins us weekly, who has been very good at communicating. Here's Brian Kelly, then we're going to get to a commercial, and then we're going to go to Carter. Well, he's got athleticism, certainly. You know, he's a really good athlete. He's physically strong. Look, you know, we, we brought in West Weeks because we wanted to add some more experience at the position. I think what we felt like we were missing was – um, communication skills, uh, and, and he does a really good job now of communicating, uh, that position, you know, it's right down the middle. It's, it's the quarterback. It's the center of the middle linebacker. You need a great communicator and he's taken that, um, and he's run with it. So, uh, you need a communicator in the middle of your defense. He's doing that. He has the skill set and he has experience. And so it's been, an, uh, so far it's been a good transition for us with him in the middle. So with all of that being said, and we're going to kick it over to Carter the Power Bryant, I'm going to end it here. I think LSU, on all levels, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, offensive line, DB, linebacker, defense, kicker, punter, special teams, water holder, towel boy, towel girl, athletic trainer, LSU has talent all across the, all across the field. Sage Ryan, uh, uh, Derek, De it's everywhere, bro. It's like when you walk in a club and you've got fine honeys everywhere. You're walking in Miami Beach and there's honeys everywhere. There's five stars here. There's five stars there. There's five stars everywhere. Oprah's giving you a five star. It's like a series of Ellen DeGeneres hashtag Oprah. They're talented, man. They're talented. Can they put it together? Because preparation-wise, they're not ready to go. All right, let's get to a very quick break, and then we're going to get to Carter. He's making me giggle. It looks like he's laughing at my Oprah joke. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But nevertheless, let's get to a very quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll get to Carter. Our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com, AYS25, and our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com. AYS25 promo code to get 25% off 
of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, it's the man, the myth, the legend himself. Carter Bryant is in the building. What's up, my buddy? What's up, my friend? How are we doing? Blake, we got tackle football to talk about. Your guy, Mike Jones, getting love from BK oh, yesterday. Oh, oh. You, you know it. Huh? 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 No, this is um, – uh, I, I showed Craig some love for that Mardi Gras edit. Uh, I'll never oh, forget yes. that. Oh, yes. Huh? Yes. Huh? Huh? yes. But, yeah, it was cool, right? You see all these clips. And, you know, I was going through all the, the different YouTube clips, uh, Blake, and just trying to, of course – make our own evaluations of just everything. And there's still so many practices left to go, but I felt like yesterday was the first time you actually saw real hitting. So we've Correct. seen like other like inside drills and, and where you don't actually bring guys down. But yesterday it, 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 there was some popping going on. I like it, baby. I got to say this Carter, the two, my two biggest takeaways of things that I wasn't expecting, okay? Jacoby and Guillory is a freak. Right. Okay. And Xavier Hill, okay? Like, okay. Like, yeah. our, and, and you know what else? Cardell Thomas, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Carter, did they, they got talent there, right? I mean, because Mason Smith's talented, Jaqueline Roy's talented, but, bro, they're battling in the trenches what did you see yesterday from yesterday that you liked? Uh, and I'll expound on what, but they already know. But what did you like from yesterday? Yeah. So the first thing, obviously, is when you look at these drills, it's very important to keep an open mind that once again, this was their first time hitting, right? Mm -hmm. And you spend whenever you're preparing as a football player more time not hitting than actual hitting. So it's <laughs> it's a strange right. thing, right? We're like in basketball and baseball you're shooting you're hitting the baseball you know you're doing more game-like activities so understand that like what you see from like, like for instance you, you saw Quincy Wiggins struggle in some of these one-on-one -on -one pass rushing drills well right. in, in high school he didn't need to have pass rushing moves he could just right he, he was the fastest guy on the field so he could just run through so it takes it's going to take a while for someone like him to be refined kind of like a, a Mason Smith is who is very technically savvy to go along with his freak athleticism. So that's my, that's my biggest takeaway from this is that obviously Xavier Hill, I texted you about this. Uh, he looked really good in those one-on-one -on -one drills that do not favor the offensive lineman at all. Ever. It, Ever. it, it, it does not. So this is also a friendly reminder because Blake, you played offensive line. These pass rushing drills in almost every single one of them, do not favor the offensive lineman ever, uh, just because uh, of, the, of the circumstances, right? The, the quarterback can't run. It's not an actual thing or whatever. But, right. yeah, as far as those one-on-ones are concerned, Xavier Hill really did look like he had some pop. And I, I agree with you with Jacoby and Guillory. I, I do feel that there is a higher likelihood that he actually even starts next year than what we expect the defensive line actually look like next year. I can easily see it be uh, Mason Jaqueline and in the middle right there, Jacobian playing the 
the zero tech. Uh, so it's it's obviously very early, but what we've learned up to this point, and I think to me, Blake, the the biggest specific thing, and I know you're going to get into this with with Mike when you have him back on, but LSU is spending a lot of time doing the three man front with the Jack linebackers Correct. doing their own thing. So that Correct. does give you. That to me is the biggest takeaway of it all, right? You could still be multiple and run four man fronts with all four of them having their hands in the dirt. But Blake, for me, the biggest objective thing that we can all take away from it is they're really looking for BJ and Xavier right now and Philip Webb to a certain extent to be that outside linebacker guy. Second year under Brad Davis, you think's made a big impact so far, first day in pads. I mean, because, right. like you mentioned, uh, even in the running game that we saw, the one-on-ones, when you know where the ball's going, you know how to shed the block, you know where the running back's going, there's not a lot of um, decision-making from a defensive lineman. And, and as a former right. offensive lineman, we used to make fun of defensive linemen for eating crayons all the time. <laughs> I don't have any uh, <laughs> any love for a defensive lineman. Just joking to all my buddies out there. But right. um, they did have a good day, Carter. Does that right. change a perception for maybe LSU fans in some aspect and them having that good of a day? Yeah, I, I just think, Blake, f- for me – uh, this is going to be the biggest story from now until the start of next year when it comes to the offensive line is who's going to be the center, right? That That's just the absolute biggest story. I think as far as tackles and guards are concerned, I have a lot of big question marks, as does everyone else. What makes it very interesting is, you know, we weren't really high on the LSU offensive line going into this year, even though they returned all their starters. But at least you had an idea that Ed Ingram and Austin Deculus were going to start. I don't think anyone really knows who that lineup is going to be. And that is kind of a scary thing for us as an LSU uh, fan base because we, we simply don't know. However, it is good that people like you are speaking highly of Cardell Thomas because you're not just going to blow smoke just to blow smoke. You you tell like it is. And that's obviously really good. It's also really good to see Will Campbell kind of hold his own and just looking. And once again, I'm not one to hype up a true freshman too, too, too much. Will's, Will's actually looked bigger and more physical than I thought he was going to. These the, just – from looking at the one-on-ones, looking at how quickly uh, he's moving along in these drills and how quickly it looks like he belongs, there is a more realistic opportunity for him to play next year. And then, you know, to me, Blake, the guy that's the most interesting out of all the offensive linemen is Cam Wire, right? Do you trust him to be that bookend left tackle? That is a very important role. So, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll see how the next few weeks play itself out. But I, I would say, Blake, Will, Will Campbell is a, is a big winner just after this first week. Look very good. I, I want to see him go up against guys like B.J. Ojolari. Right. You know, like I, yeah. I, I want to. I don't want to see him go up against Quincy Wiggins. Like I, I yeah. Before I make a determination, you know, I want to <laughs> look, bro. Let let's let's go up against uh, uh, B.J. Um. Brian Kelly with the quarterbacks a lot yesterday. A lot of people freaked out over a 65-yard touchdown, even though it wasn't 65 yards. Regardless, um, what do you make of what you saw from the quarterbacks? And, and, And look, Carter, what I like about it a lot, let me just say this. I like Brian Kelly with the quarterbacks for so many reasons. Not just on the field coaching. Not micromanaging your other position coaches, right? Like, you're, he's not micromanaging Mike Denbrock. He's letting Mike Denbrock run everything. He's just overseeing it. Um, what did you make of the quarterbacks yesterday from what you saw? Yeah, so right off the jump here is obviously there were some interceptions there. Uh, I you think, don't say. Yeah, so obviously, you know, the Jare Jenkins touchdown is, you know, like the big highlight, right? And look, you go back to Miles's first start, right? Him and Jare versus Mississippi State. You know, right. Miles actually missed him a lot in that game. Jerry should have had an even bigger game than what he had. So I, I think obviously that's good. Uh, but as far as the quarterbacks are concerned, 
the first thing is it's good seeing Walker be healthier than what we thought he was going to be. Obviously, there was no so much about his hand and his leg, and and he looks fine. You could tell he's not like 100% sharp, but I am glad he's getting these reps in. You know, obviously, Garrett Nussmeyer is someone that if you just look at the throws themselves, you know, he looks like he belongs with the other two. Now, obviously, the experience isn't there like the other two. But for right now, Blake, it, it, it's still tough to really say anything about Jaden Daniels because he's still moving his stuff in and trying to play the most difficult position that there is in this sport. So because of that chemistry, I, I, I understand that Miles yesterday, it seemed as if he had the majority of those first team reps. But for me, Blake, I I, I do feel Jaden still has just a slight edge because right, Brian Kelly is going to love that dual threat quarterback ability. Pulled it a couple times, took off. He couldn't be caught. Right. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, uh, look, let's see. I love the battle. Let's just, you know, and look, we're probably going to talk about a two-quarterback situation here the entire season. I have a feeling. So, uh -huh. Not um, the two-quarterback system. Are you kidding me? Bring it back, baby. What What's what's the phrase, Blake? If you have two QBs, you have none. Let me – I'm interested. And, I'm, unless you're Florida – and you can get win a national title with it, or you're LSU in 2007, True. and you could do it. I, I got to be honest. I don't know how much I believe that anymore. Right? Really? Or like meaning, yeah. if you got RPOs and you got different stuff there. So I, let me tell you something that I'm hearing. I've told you this off air, but breaking news. Ooh, LSU, Alabama is going to also tinker with this, with Jalen Milrow. Okay, confirmed. Um, so with that being said, if Saban's looking into it, why shouldn't LSU? I don't know how I feel about that. Now, I agree with you holistically. If you don't – if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a Joe Burrow. Is that fair? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree right. Like, so it's not that, but, I, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see. Uh, because look, you still had Tim Tebow, Cam Newton backing up Chris Lee, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. so let's not let's not get that twisted. Do you do you not put Tim Tebow on the field? I'm not nobody in here is Tim Tebow, but you know we'll see. Um, Carter the Carter the Power. I almost said your last name again. No, you can say it. That's fine. I mean, my name my name's right there on the graphic. Right, I'm Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant put together. That's that's that that's it, man. I keep forgetting, dude. What, no, I, you I, no, you could say my last name, man. Do you, do you say want to my name? Me? Say my name and the famous words of the famous philosopher's Destiny's Child. You could say my full uh, name. Is it Destiny's Child or Kim Mulkey? You 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 can actually. My middle name, my full name is Carter Ashton Fob Bryant. You can you could throw my middle name in there, Blake. I I'm big Fob. Yeah. Your new nickname's Big Fob. Big Fob. That's fine, Big baby. Fob, yo. <laughs> huh? Fob, yo. Uh, Carter is going to be doing a show right after ours. Okay, so everybody's going to go over to the Power LSU Power Hour. I'm going to be up in that thing, going to be listening yeah. uh, as well. Can, uh, can, can, I, can I bring up one quick thing, though, Blake? Yep, um, th this was actually the biggest observation I took away from practice, right? I do think, and, and you've said this, but I do think – and it's just common knowledge. You, you can't take too much away from any of the quarterbacks just yet. I do think you can take something away from when they actually play the spring game because that does give you a full month of sample and everyone would have practiced the exact, the near exact amount of reps. So I think not until then you can really, you know, of course, get a true evaluation. However, one thing that you can take away from yesterday were the wide receiver versus defensive back one-on-one -on -one battles, in particular, the red zone, okay? Now, right. the reason why I believe that to be the case, Blake, is th that's how actual red zone receiver play is because a quarterback is getting rid of the football really quickly, so the rush isn't as paramount. Also, it's a lot of those fade routes where you're man-to-man, -man, whether you're a safety, a nickel, or just a traditional corner. So I think those drills 
are a little bit more, uh, I, I guess you could say game-like. And to me, the biggest takeaway from just that section, just me watching those videos, Blake, was uh, Malik Neighbors, right? So here's what I think could be happening right now, right? Malik has been, of course, being brought along slowly with practice. And he's watching because you know I, I don't think anyone expected Malik to be healthy and ready to go at, at this point. I know they were bringing him along shortly, uh, slowly. But when you're Malik and you're on the sidelines and you see Chris Hilton really looking amazing right now, and you see Kyron Lacey, an absolutely huge target, and obviously Jack Besh is Jack freaking Besh and Jare's making plays. I think if you're Malik, you're like, hold up. I need to strap up and show these guys what I did in year one. And he looked really good. Like, I mean, this is a guy who's not at full speed just yet. So for me, Which the biggest scary. Takeaway, yeah, it's scary. It really is. Like, and, and seeing him back out there showed me a lot of moxie out of that kid. And also we, we saw what we did, saw what he did last year. He was really 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 good so and and then brian thomas jr someone else so i think to me seeing number eight back out there was uh was very interesting because i thought i from what i heard i thought he wasn't going to come back until the end of spring but to see him out there just just playing like that is just let you know how competitive this wide receiver room is going to be next year does it worry you any that the dbs at this point well let me let me ask you a certain a different way um, we believe and think, and probably it's probably true that the wide receiver room is the best position group of uh, at LSU. I, I think oh, yeah. that that's not really debatable at this point at this moment. Um, what do you think though about Jay Ward jumping a route on Malik and then you know pick sixing it to the house in the red zone? Um, there were a lot of interceptions, Carter. I got to be honest. That bothers me a little bit. Jane yeah. Daniels included, Miles Brennan included. It does worry me a little bit. Now it's early in the spring. You're running a new, but you're not. There's nothing new about a slant route, right? right? There, there's nothing new about a slant. There's nothing new about an out route. Um, does it worry you as much as a, it's kind of worrying me a little? A little. I mean, I, I, I still just think saying same chemistry with the receiver you're just not going to be where you were uh carter if you can hear me you're uh might cut out so out uh we can't yeah we can't hear you i don't know what's happening I, whatever but anyway i think <laughs> me now uh at all uh uh yeah we can't hear you <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, Carter the Power Bryant was our guest. Um, let's hope that he um returns. <laughs> At least I hope he returns. Uh, Mark sends us support money nine ninety nine support money. I uh, appreciate that. Harold Wood says yes. Steen Tyler Steen is a grad transfer. Yeah, he is. I don't necessarily know uh, what his decision is at the current moment. Um, LSU feels okay, but I don't, I don't think anybody really feels great about it. Uh, Reed Wilson says, I watched those reps. Demarius McGee left me saying uh, he's the next in line. All right, let's bring Carter the power back. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened, man. I felt like the twilight zone. And if it um, happens, if Nick, it happens again, Nick I'm Saban. sorry. Re Look, um, uh, it rains outside. Saban did it. Um, <laughs> bird craps on my car. Saban did it. Um, I, I mean, really anything that goes bad in my life, you can ask anybody in this house. I say Saban did it. So, <laughs> well, uh, but, does it, but does it worry you to get back to it? Does it worry you as much as it does me? Not really. I, I, I don't. I, it, it's not bothering me right now for a few reasons. The first is Brian Kelly's quarterbacks. I mean, historically, they've been turnover adverse. So. Also, we're very early in the install process. Like, I mean, you, you don't have like the actual routes that they're going to be running. That's why I like that red zone drill because there's only so much you could do in the red zone, right? And it's one on one. It's mano y mano a lot of times in those scenarios. I also think this, Blake, as far as the defensive backfield is concerned, 
Yeah, it's 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 scary, right? I think two two most and fits of still it. But uh uh this all to get all really appreciate you, my man. All right. Carter, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Thank you for being a stud. Uh, that's Carter the Power Bryant uh, joining us. Uh, did a fantastic job. Absolutely fantastic job. All right, Rafino's rants. LSU baseball loses series to Auburn. Um, let's get to that. Let's get to a very quick commercial. I'm going to do a quick rant. You're going to want to stay for that, and then we'll we'll call it. Uh, none better than our good friends, oh, or my good friend, John uh, John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash out refi. The timing has never been better. He is our lender. Absolutely fantastic. Does a fantastic job. You got to get over to my good guy and my friend, John Patton, 225-614-1234. Tell him Blake sent you on by. My good friend, Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, since you own by. All right. Nookie says, Nookie says, I heard Travinsky sabotage Carter's microphone. Well, that's a very damn good segue. Um, I I, I want to say this. I I I don't understand now. Before going into Sunday, let me pull this. Let me pull these stats back up because my good buddy Stephen Miller um, put the stats together up from um, Hayne Travinsky, LSU starting catcher at this exact moment. And let me go find him. I thought I put him up, pulled him up. Apparently, I didn't. Um, I just here we go. All right, so Hayne Travinsky. Over the weekend, went two for three, three runs and a walk. Or this is over the last four games, excuse, or five games, excuse me. Three runs, a walk, two for three. Two for three, one run, one home and one RBI. He went one for five in one game, two RBIs, one home run. one game, Another game, he went one for one, one run, one RBI, one home run. And then the next game, he went one for three, one RBI, one sacrifice uh, fly, Six of 12 in SEC play, six runs, four RBIs, three home runs overall in the last five games. Before yesterday, he was seven of 15. I don't know how you can blame um, Hayne Travinsky for the loss at Auburn, against Auburn. I have no idea whatsoever. How in the Rudy Poo hell you can blame Hayne Travinsky? Not only is it an extremely idiotic take to blame a catcher on a pass ball when you had six runs in the fifth inning against Auburn to lose you the game Friday night, which quite honestly, two of those plays really and truthfully should have been routine plays for a guy like Trey Morgan. That would have won you the game if he b- squares up the baseball, at least knocks it down, get the ball, throw it to the pitcher, step on the base, whatever you got to do. Then you turn over to Sunday. Jordan Thompson making errors. K. Doty making errors. Other guys in the field making errors. At this point, the last the, the one thing that is not my concern at this moment is Hayden Travinsky. It's everything around Hayden Travinsky that worries me. Now, I forget, was it, um, it wasn't Chris Blair and Hunt, Hunt Palmer. Was it Doug Thompson, I think, Saturday, said that the pitching staff, when he had talked to the staff, really liked being around Hayden Travinsky when it, com- when it comes to him being their catcher, your staff has gotten a lot better. What? So I, I don't really understand what you're trying, what narrative you're trying to pull here. But Jay's got to make a move. I don't know if it's taking Jordan Thompson out of, 
off the field, I, I don't know what it is. K. Doty is struggling at short. I, for the life of me, have never seen an LSU baseball team this bad in the field. Ever. Ever. Whatever that's worth, for whatever that's worth. Guys, this is the worst feeling team and maybe in my lifetime in the 32 years I've graced this planet with my greatness. I've 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 never seen a team that bad in the field. Look, I'm nowhere close, nowhere close to calling for Jay Johnson's head. Nowhere close. Um, but you're gonna get my off my ass about Tony Vitello, aren't you? Jay's got to figure it out. This is what you get paid all this money to do. It should not be a continuous problem. It should not. Now, Carter, the power, sends us five dollars via super chat. It says Andrew Hatch sabotaged my microphone. I offered this as an apology. You don't have to do that, bro. You don't have to do that. Come on. But I appreciate you always being here. Uh, I just don't understand it. I don't know if when K. Beloso comes back, a good buddy of mine said this. I don't know if K. when K. Beloso comes back, put him in right field and, and, and let's try to smash teams to death because you're not going to win it in the field. You're not going to win it with this staff. Let's try to out, outscore everybody. Because at this point, at this point in the season, you're not going to change too many things. You're not. But it's so wild to me how Jordan Thompson defensively can go from the level he was as a freshman to now. K. Doty included. K. Doty's on, on, on par to have more errors this season than he's ever had before. Ever. That doesn't bode well. So... The only way that LSU sniffs a postseason is uh, in a deep postseason run is if they clean some of this up. Right now, I don't know. I, I just don't know. The errors are killing us. You win the series against Auburn Friday night if errors are not a problem. Now, I still believe Blake Money's got to calm down. He's got to keep his emotions in check. You can't be freaking out like he was Leave a breaking ball at the belt because it's going to be sent uh, 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 to Orion's belt if you're not careful. Dudes in this league can smash. And your boy Sonny, Sonny Dykes, the uh, the big fat first baseman, shout out to fat people. Um, I'm one of them. That dude can smash. You can't leave a 3-1 fastball down the heart of the plate and think that he's not going to smash it. Hulk smash. They're going to have to mix some stuff up, bro. Nookie said that we were one of eight this same time last year. That was Travinsky's fault, too. Uh, Thibodeau says, Travinsky sabotaged my AYS church service time. Penn Jones says, hashtag ask Blake, where were Johnson's prior teams this era prone? Not to my knowledge, no. Now, I'd have to go back and look at it, um, but I don't think that they made this many errors. Cole on YouTube says, Thompson's fundamentals is awful. I agree, already Stafford can field. Yeah, but the problem with Stafford and the problem that Jay Johnson has um, is Stafford is hitting below 100 in his LSU career. Chance Babin says Cooper is a fatty on the mound. Yikes. Yikes, bro. Yikes. Nookie says Sonny's big boy from Auburn could hit that ball. Yeah, he could. Alex says, yeah, that first baseman for Auburn looked tough. That hurts to say. I, guys, I don't, I don't care if he's got Krispy Kreme throwing through, uh, flowing through his veins. Chance says he's a fatty. Uh, Cooper's a fatty too. Hey, man, Prince Fielder could also sing that thing. Just, co- co- just because you got roles like it's, uh, you know, <laughs> Hawaiian, bu- Hawaiian bread. Just because you got roles like Bunny doesn't mean you can't be an athlete, bro. 
Doesn't mean it. All right. We've been here an hour. I we I was going to get to the final four. Um, I'm going to take Kansas, by the way. Uh, give me Kansas all the way. I don't think North Carolina beats Kansas. Uh, I don't know if we're going to go tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. So let's end it tonight. We'll see you all back to maybe tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll see. Shout out to Bill Self and his notice of allegations that he has. Um, as some people in the LSU media would say, free will Wade and all that shit. Uh, I'm joking. Sarcasm. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.